We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for August 21st, 2023. Continuing along and kind of along these same lines, I entitled this next part, Lying Propaganda from the History Channel. Their, their show, Ancient Aliens, which we just played you a clip in the last part about the Tiki gods. Ancient Aliens, Star Portal, discovered in Hawaii. So according to this short video, many Hawaiians believe they are the direct offsprings of extraterrestrials. They have been building a welcome center for these extraterrestrials that they believe are uh, coming. So let's go ahead and this is history. And again, they're gonna have Michael Sala on here's one of the people and he's one of the main guys. I will play clips from time to time. He is increasingly being on infiltrating into the alternative media. I believe he's been with Mike Adams. Hasn't been on Alex Jones yet. He was, he's been on redacted several, several times. Um, when he appears on their shows, you're going to get a very sanitized version of his radical, satanic, Luciferian, Christ-hating viewpoints, okay? Usually when you see him on something like the History Channel or whatever, you're going to get more of the sanitized version of Michael Salia. Remember, he's the guy that mans up the website exopolitics and that stands for extraterrestrial politics he is one of the chief devils on the planet right now that is pushing for disclosure and pushing for um I, you know remember what uh, i played him and sean stone i think it was in the last interview that devil sean stone and remember how i said it got cut off he said this is so radical we can't play it. well i listened to the rest of that and sean stone goes on to say that really what the goal is for all of this that lucifer and sean stone was that we want to set up our basically our nep these nephilim that are coming as gods that's really the ultimate goal moving into the future because they believe that these nephilim devils who they will view as gods are going to guide us into you know basically the new world order and ascension and all this other garbage okay so again all of these new, all of these truther doctors from the COVID movement and a lot of other people in alternative media yoking up with Sean Stone, who is one of the biggest devils out there. This guy's right, right in step, Michael Salia. He was interviewing him and he was in agreement with him. Okay. So um, this is who we're hearing from in this clip from the History Channel. This is uh, Star Portal discovered in Hawaii. Ancient astronaut theorists David Childress and Michael Sala are at the Star Visitor Sanctuary on Hawaii's Big Island. With them is Gary Hoffeld, a member of the lawful Hawaiian government who was involved in the sanctuary's founding and helps to oversee the site. So since you started this Star Visitor Sanctuary, has there been some unusual- Star Visitor, so they're waiting for the return of the aliens, okay? That's what they're- a sanitized way of star visitor means that and they've got a whole plot of land dedicated to this so they're they're questioning this this deluded dude about this center that they started and and um the weird things that have occurred i guess since they opened it and some unusual activities or incidents here of things um, you've seen the day we set this up just before it got dark several people were sitting out here and up in the distance on the hill up here they said they saw light orbs come out of the lava flow right there above the ridge, come across the sky and do a little bit of a hula, and then off oh, into the distance shot. A hula in honor of, I guess, the, the tiki and the, all this other stuff. And 
Isn't that neat? A little hula. And I mean, well, probably 30 people were here seeing it. And the next day, the lava started flowing again. Oh, boy. So I guess the, the, the gods associated with the volcano were pleased that you were setting up this visitor center for the coming devils that are about to inhabit the planet and deceive humanity. And this was their nod to you. This was the, their green light to you that, yes, you are fully in Satan's, um, I don't know, approval. So, again, it, it's amazing how little it will take people like this to just go head on into hellfire. Because this is essentially what they're doing. They're rejecting Jesus Christ. They're rejecting the Bible. But again, a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, is what Jesus said. And these people are constantly seeking after signs. They're constantly seeking after the goodies that our alien creators, who they think they are, are going to bless us with. If we're just good and we worship them and we get in lockstep with them. And they'll, do, they'll sell their soul for those goodies, man. They'll sell their soul for all the tech that they believe is coming. They felt this was a sign from the the star visitors that they were glad the star visitors perhaps validation of what we're doing perhaps coincidence but I do believe that there's a portal hanging out in this particular area opening to different places and why not open here because we've opened a place to do it rather than someplace else well this is a pretty amazing spot and quite fascinating <laughs> thanks for bringing me here Michael and and thank you Gary oh thank for you all this I'm glad to share could it be that the beings the native Hawaiians refer to as their star ancestors have come here to Earth by means of a space-time portal. For many ancient astronaut theorists, the answer is yes. And for them, and for many Hawaiian natives, the Star Visitor Sanctuary represents an important step in their quest to make contact with extraterrestrial civilizations. The idea that Hawaii is building a welcome center for extraterrestrials is incredible because their entire legends are based on so-called star lore, that their origins are in the stars. Yeah. They themselves... I mean, paganism. It, it's, it's horrible, steeped, I mean, witchcraft paganism is what the islands, that's their religion. That's That was their religion before... I don't know, whatever you want to say. The white man got there. I'm not saying that, that we didn't, uh, the white people didn't commit any atrocities against obviously indigenous peoples that they have encountered. It depends on, I guess, the. it kind of depends as a case-by-case -case basis type of thing. But paganism, this Polynesian paganism, was that was their religion. And it still is to a large extent, even to this day, for a lot of them. Have said that they are a direct offspring of the extraterrestrials and yep. they are yearning for their return yep. among many hawaiian groups there's the belief that they were the original people they were the kind of gateway for the gods to come and seed planet earth with their progeny oh so see the gods came and seeded planet earth that's a little bit different than the biblical narrative i think where god just created you know Adam and Eve and the animals and the earth and everything. No, 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 no. It's the it's these ancient gods that came 
and seeded the planet. And again, I've been warning about this garbage for many, many years. Ancient astronaut. Just key that into the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. That's what that theory is. Ancient astronaut. Or mission to Mars. Key that one in. The last scene from mission to Mars. Um, well, you can probably key that into the... Uh, like on YouTube and find it and it'll show you and it'll show you in a little three or four minute clip on the deception and lies of this ancient astronaut theory in a, in a movie format. It'll show you that in that I've covered it many, many times. Um, I believe it's also referred to potentially as panspermia. Um, uh, ancient astronaut theory, obviously it's actually the basis for intelligent design as well. Intelligent design is not based on a biblical narrative that's supposedly taught in schools. It is actually based on the ancient astronaut theory. Key in intelligent design at contendingfortruth.com. Um, all of these terms are, are related to one another. And that's consistent with the idea that the Hawaiian Islands is a critical portal energy point for these extraterrestrials from distant star systems such as the Pleiades. It was a portal for the Pleiadians to send their people to the Earth. These are ancient elders. These are ancient aliens. They was with us before, they are with us now, and will be for us forever. And they believe they formed them. They believe that they're their little science project. And now they're finally coming back to police their science project because, you know, man has messed things up so bad. That'll be part of the excuse. And again, this whole thing with the Ascended Masters that I've talked about for so long, uh, the UFO disclosure, uh, my word, Nasera, Gesera, all that is totally interlinked with all of this. I do believe that this is going to be the absolute backbone of the coming strong delusion that we could be on the cusp of very shortly. I mean, guys, there's so much stuff going on around the planet. That one guy, that JWTV on YouTube, I mean, I've known about him for a while, but I've been I've started watching a lot of his videos, and he's just documenting stuff. It's not really, yeah, he gives us theories on stuff, but there is so much insane stuff going on all over the planet that's not making the nightly news, and sometimes it does, but most of the time it doesn't. Maybe it'll make local news and give it. I mean, it's mind-boggling. The satanic signs and wonders i guess you could kind of look at going on around the planet i'm talking major things that huge swaths of people are seeing in the skies or cryptozoological creatures coming out of the shadows these types of weird events i, I just i can't even I, i'm it's like trying to take a drink off a fire hydrant i i just can't cover it all till today we're guided by them also he believes they're guided by these these devil aliens do the Hawaiian Islands offer a profound connection to the stars? A gateway through which extraterrestrials have been entering our world for centuries. Perhaps. So you can see the History Channel is nothing more than a propaganda tool to question the biblical narrative and to ultimately just try to get you into hellfire. Because that's where this is, that's what the goal is for all of this. But if such an audacious notion turns out to be true, how long will it be before we learn how to use these incredible portals for ourselves? Oh, well, like the show Stargate Atlantis and, and Stargate SGI and those ones? Yeah, like that? Yeah. Pretty much. 
Okay, so again, segueing along the same lines, this just broke, I don't know, in the last week or so, Fox News, Fox News reporting, King Charles is called to release the truth on UFOs and prepare religions for the impact of ET life. What? Yeah, we're that far along. Again, that's been a major thrust of this ministry to not prepare, I guess, yes, to prepare for the impact of the lying um, disclosure movement that's coming, the lying narrative that will be presented, the lying narrative that will try to get you to throw your Bible away and convince you that Jesus Christ is one of them, just one of the ascended masters that are coming back with a whole bunch of ascended masters in order to, you know, take humanity into the new world order into the golden new age under the antichrist and false prophet so again fox news reporting representative glenn grotham republican from wisconsin and representative robert garcia democrat of california join special report common ground to discuss testimony from witnesses on classified ufo hearing so they've got different representatives you know I mean, discussing this on Fox News. King Charles is under pressure to call on the UK government to replete, to release more information about UFOs and the possibility of extraterrestrial life in order to help prepare the country for the first contact with aliens. I mean, Fox News. The king, like his late father, Prince Philip, had an interest in UFOs, according to Mark Christopher Lee, whose new documentary, called God versus Aliens examines the impact of the discovery of ex extraterrestrial beings would have on religion. The UK Mirror Report. See, that's what this is all about. That's all, and it doesn't matter what impact it's going to have on Hinduism or Buddhism or Zoroastrianism or whatever, or any kind of false-ism religion. All that's going to matter is getting you to have no faith in the word of God, in the Bible, and walk away from God and dismiss Jesus Christ as some another, as just another one of the ascended masters that are going to be on the horizon pretty soon. That again, I've been talking about since about 2005, warning my listeners about this very thing. God versus aliens. And that's a direct implication of the God of the Bible, not the God of Hinduism. Well, who, what is the God of Hinduism? They've got thousands of gods. You know what I mean? So no, it's God, the God of the Bible versus aliens. The impact of the discovery of extraterrestrial beings. And it's all about destroying your faith. That's all the, the last clip I played for you. The, the two last clips I played from the History Channel, it's all about you getting, getting you to destroy your faith in the Bible, in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's all this is about. Getting you into hellfire. I'm just going to distill it down as much as I can. That's the, that's the goal here. Um, Lee argued that Charles, King Charles, as the head of the Church of England, has a duty to prepare the millions of followers of the church around the world for the impact of disclosure that we are not, only, that we are not the only sentient life in the universe. He says, I'm calling on our king to put pressure on the prime minister, Rishi Sunak to release the truth about what the UK knows about the UFOs to the public. 
He said, according to the UK Mirror, they also need to put pressure on the US government and other governments worldwide. This is not just something that affects the US, but a worldwide phenomenon. My new film, God vs. Aliens, is about the impact of how people can prepare for massive changes to their place in the world. Lee continued, it would be the biggest paradigm shift of them all. Yeah, and I contend it's going to be the backbone of the strong delusion that God warns about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Loving this whole thing like Michael Salia wants you to do and David Icke wants you to do and so many people in the New Age want to do, that's showing that you have no love for the truth. Okay? That's, that's basically showing that. Going forward... It says, um, it would be the biggest paradigm shift of them all. Religion has survived Copernicus and Galileo, Charles Darwin and evolution, but it, but would it survive if other sentient life brought their own beliefs and non-beliefs and imposed them on us? Yeah, because they're going to have their own religion. And they're going to come back with that Sananda, uh, Esau Sananda Emmanuel, the Master Jesus, the same one that is hung up in all the pictures all across the world. It's not what Jesus looked like. Again, just key in Master Jesus in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. He's the ascended Master Jesus. He's one of the lesser ascended masters. But he's the one that's going to come back and straighten out us all, all of us Christians and tell us how wrong we've had it all along. Most people that call themselves Christians are going to eat it up like cotton candy. It's going to be a much more watered down gospel. It's going to be, it's the gospel is going to be totally perverted and warped. There's not going to be any, you know, if you continue on my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. See, that's what people say, oh, the truth shall make you free. Yeah, you got to have the, the, the verse ahead of that. If you continue in my word, Jesus said, then you're my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. They just skip that. They skip the last part because it's the first part because it's not palatable. We have to continue in his word. We have to build our rock on the solid. We have to build our house on the solid rock of Christ Jesus. Okay, we're going to look at those verses next. He said, Nick Pope, then it says, Nick Pope, the former head of the UK's UFO program, also proposed the idea that aliens could even have their own religious beliefs and gods they worship. Well, I'm sure that they would bring that as a, another con job to the whole thing. What if aliens brought their own crazy gods, something that we would regard as weird and crazy? Would they impose them on us, he said. These are the questions we might have to face. A number of high-level government hearings, debates, and discussions about the existence of UFOs also known as Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, or UAPs, have been initiated in recent months. Well, yeah, we've been talking about it almost every teaching now. Bible verses on the two foundations that Jesus talks about. Jesus said in Matthew 24 through 28, he also said it in Luke 6, 47 through 49, Matthew 27, 24 says, Jesus said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken unto him, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. 
and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock that's the only way your house your faith is not going to fail is if you build your rock your house on the solid rock of Christ Jesus and the word of God essentially and then he goes on to say, and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Most people that call themselves Christians today, okay, and I'm not saying this in a judgmental, I'm just saying this is a fact. This is a fact, unfortunately. I wish it weren't so. But the Bible predicts that it was going to be this way. Revelation 3, Laodicean church age. They're neither, you know, they're neither, they think that they're rich and, and they have need of nothing. But in God's eyes, they're poor, wretched, blind, weak, naked before him. Okay. Um, there's a lot of other Bible verses that talk about that dynamic that's going to take place in the end times as well. And this is why I keep hammering those types of things over and over and over because man, I'm telling you deception on a level that the world has never known is most likely right around the corner. And most of the people that call themselves Christians are going to be totally flat footed. Their pastors have done zero to prepare them for what is coming because see, that's what a good shepherd should do. Don't prepare your, don't warn your flock at all. Leave them totally paralyzed and flat footed. And that's how they're always portrayed in movies or sci-fi series where you have like, oh, the church, it's, a, it's usually a Catholic priest. Oh, a crisis of faith. Oh, the alien mothership's overhead. And what do we do? And, they, you know, they cave and they, you know, that's how they're always portrayed. And I hate to say it, but that's probably going to be a very common theme. Unfortunately. And it fell, and great was the fall of it, and it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. Next report, major, UFOs disclo major UFO disclosures are coming in the U.S. and worldwide in the closing months of 2023. Okay, and guess who's put this video out? Michael Sala, the same guy you just heard on the History Channel. The same guy that's on Redacted about every week now. With the Clayton guy and his wife. The same guy that's that's appearing on with um, Mike Adams, okay. The same guy that Timothy Alberino just went on on Michael Salia's show, and did a whole segment with him. The Bible says to be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, and I do not believe a Christian should go on a show like Michael Salia, who is a Christ-hating devil. And basically go and act like, yeah, we're cool. We're cool. I know, I know, you don't, you, you, you know, your supposed belief systems are contrary to mine, but I'm going to come on your show and promote your show and give you my take. I, I don't see Bible for that. I don't, I don't like what LA Marzulli was doing with that star child woman not too long ago and guess that he's had on. And this goes on so much in alternative media, bringing on devils on your show and giving them a platform to spew their lies. And then kind of being wishy-washy and lukewarm about really going against it. Or literally acting like, yeah, we're, we're good. We're cool. 
You never see me doing it. I'm sorry, but I, I just, I don't want to mess with that kind of stuff. I want to expose them. The Bible says to mark them, which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Okay? That's what they do. Michael Salia is in that particular classification. What's coming for the rest of 2023? Worldwide UFO disclosure to future predictions. Now, I don't know if this is going to happen. It might. It's sure, it's sure setting up for that. But I'm not a big guy that says, oh, this is set in stone. There's gonna, But I tell you, it wouldn't surprise me one bit the way things are going. In its first UFO hearing featuring a highly credentialed military whistleblower, the U.S. House of Representatives has learned that reverse engineering of captured non-human spacecraft is occurring in special access programs involving multiple aerospace corporations and that extraterrestrial bodies have also been recovered. Dozens of witnesses working in these highly classified special access programs have been identified and are willing to reveal everything. But what will forthcoming public testimonies be allowed to really expose? Meanwhile, in the U.S. Senate, a UAP Disclosure Act for 2023 has been adopted unanimously and included in the National Defense Authorization Act for 2024. I mean, this is all just becoming mainstream part of mainstream politics now. Fox News reported on this. It's, it's in governmental National Defense Act, Authorization Act stuff. High-level whistleblowers going into the Congress testifying all the time. I mean... Would you, if I would have told you this 20 years ago, oh, come on, that's never going to happen. They're never, it's never going to be like that. Oh, well, it is. It all is. And it's again, it's all part of the whole soft disclosure leading up to the hard disclosure. This has all been going on since the 50s or whenever they started having sci-fi movies about aliens coming here. Okay? This has been a long time coming. This UFO Disclosure Act creates a review board that reports directly to the U.S. President in deciding which UAP files should be publicly released. But will Joe Biden finish his term to become the decider? And what if Donald Trump or Robert Kennedy is elected in 2020? All devils, all of them, you know. But again, whatever part they may play, they will play their part in this whole lie now trump seems to be one of the main ones that they really love pushing in the whole Sarah nasera disclosure great um reawakening versus great reset right left paradigm within the alternative media groups you know with alex jones on that side and roseanne barr and robert f kennedy jr and a whole bunch of other degenerates mike adams and a whole bunch of these other truther doctors on the COVID 19 thing they're all kind of on the one side and we're we're against the george soros and all the other you know people see it's right left paradigm they, they give you both sides they control both sides it's no different with this they totally control both sides i hope i've proven that in the previous studies i've done on that subject and it's probably been you know probably 15 10 or 15 at this point where i've went into that in depth that particular point you know michael flynn's another one of them that type of stuff four how will public disclosure change under either of their leadership 
Critically, the UFO Disclosure Act is groundbreaking legislation, which asserts eminent domain over any UAP material related to non-human intelligence. Who will benefit the most from this material transfer? The American people or someone else? Other major countries, such as France, Russia, and even the United Nations, are closely watching these UFO disclosure initiatives in the US and are planning their own initiatives to reveal the truth about recovered... Planning their own initiatives. We just heard about that from the, the whole UK thing, where they're telling Charles, you gotta, you gotta release more. This is gonna be happening all over the world. Spacecraft and classified reverse engineering programs are rumors true that some countries will eclipse the U.S. in their coming public revelations about extraterrestrial life and secret space programs. <clears throat> in the meantime, space arcs and extraterrestrial motherships are releasing hundreds of orbs that continue to monitor Earth humanity. Orbs that are continuing to monitor humanity. Talked about the space arcs before. Play some clips on that. You know, again, jury's kind of out. I think that that would be a gigantic carrot that they could bring forth. These are supposed space arcs that have been buried here and now they're activating because they sense Mother Gaia um, is getting ready to make her big debut or I mean the Ascended Masters or whatever. And they're activating ahead of time, kind of firing up and um, they're gonna release all these goodies to humanity and all oh, our lives are gonna be great and oh yes, 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 it's gonna, granted it's gonna absolutely totally contradict the narrative of the word of god true but hey as long as you get the goodies right i mean you know that's that's how they're gonna kind of present it to uh, humanity at least and the orbs are being photographed all over the world jp a u.s army insider just gave an update on a crystal jewel cedar race technology that has been gifted to humanity that is the when they say cedar race what that is is that's the whole panspermia that's the whole ancient astronaut they were the that's also another term for it cedar race not like cedar like the wood cedar s-e-e-d-e-r meaning they seeded humanity okay intelligent design is based on that and like i said earlier that's all intricately related that they're gonna one of the biggest con jobs of the whole thing is getting them to convince you that they are our creators in we're their little science project and they're finally coming back to police it key to activating and accessing the space arcs and the advanced technologies that lie within will this et gift ultimately be controlled by white hats or black hats no, within please, the military me. again this is the whole right left paradigm garbage et gifts you don't want anything these devils have to offer and what will be the result? Okay, again, now they, they throw up the Sun, the UK Sun, a pretty major publication over there. What is what is the title? Alien versus Predator. Cops probe claims villagers in Peru being terrorized by predator-style aliens after girl has her neck slashed by mystery beast. That was just August 7th. Oh, what are we going to be talking about next? That. That's the next report after this finally inner earth civilizations are increasingly making contact with surface humanity 
and revealing themselves. Inner Earth, which is probably where they were at the whole time. They retreated to Inner Earth, okay? There, there are, I do believe, large areas of Inner Earth. I mean, let's face it, the Earth's thousands of miles thick, okay? They retreated there, and I don't believe, I believe that, again, a lot of these Nephilim races or, or these fallen angels and these types of things are are in these inner earth. I mean, you have the whole Lord of the Rings. This is not all based on the inner earth garbage and all those Nephilim type creatures. Well, again, I'm not saying it's to that extent. I don't know, but those that's going to be one of the ways that they are disclosed. Okay, that's going to be one of the lies of, of that's going to be put upon us. All these developments point to a major global event happening soon. Find out more. Join Dr. Michael Sala in his exciting new webinar coming on August 19th, 2023. Oh, I just missed it. It was yesterday. Entitled Worldwide UFO Disclosure in Closing Months of 2023. So I don't know. Maybe he knows something. I mean, if anybody would have inside knowledge, he would. He's doing a webinar. I did it yesterday. It's probably up on his website. I check his website once or twice a week. It's my biggest problem is with his videos is that you get so I I I, I it's like be angry and sin not. There's so much blasphemous garbage that's bantered about in his videos that it's hard for me to to get through them because it's like the righteous indignation that wells up in me when I hear all of his lies and I can see the agenda. It's very, very, and not only that, I don't have time to hear all of his blathering, but listen, <laughs> I think that this could, we could, this could be an imminent type thing. Worldwide UFO disclosure in the closing months of 2023. I, listen, I'm not buying that necessarily, but what we saw up to this point in 2023 is insane. Plus, future predictions. Dr. Sala will do a deep dive into disclosure initiatives taking place right now in the U.S. Congress and worldwide, along with the latest updates on space arcs, extraterrestrial activities behind the scenes, and what to expect in the remaining months of 2023. Don't wait. Register today. Um, yeah, and, you know, Timothy Alberino, which is a, I think he did the best job on the next report, which is mainstream news reporting seven foot alien attacks in village in Peru. Mainstream, guys, msn.com, msn.com. This doesn't get more mainstream. I mean, msn, mainstreamnews.com, essentially, is reporting on this. Okay, the UK Sun. The um, Daily Caller, coasttocoast.com. They're all reporting on this, or they did. And Timothy Alberino went on Michael Salia's show this last time, and he's the main video that's up there right now. And it's like, you know, how could you go on that guy's show? What are you thinking? I mean, you, you say you're a Christian, and I don't understand why you would want to give, I mean, Go on that show and, 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 and yoke yourself up with that Christ-hating devil, Michael Salia. Like we're buddy buddies. I, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm funny that way, you know. Come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. 
you know um so this report is reads msm.com this is what msn.com says terrified villagers in a rural district of altoy nana northeast of lima peru claim they are under attack by seven foot tall armored aliens that bear a striking resemblance to the green goblin from spider-man According to the locals, these extraterrestrial beings have large heads and yellowish eyes, and they have been launching nightly attacks on the community since July 11th. One alarming incident involved a 15-year-old girl who was reportedly grabbed from behind and had her neck cut when she resisted. And there's video footage of them bandaging her neck and all kind of other stuff. The community members are living in fear, unable to sleep peacefully due to the constant threat. So then I had a listener who, who was actually the first one that told me about this, John, a longtime listener, and he said, seems like all the same things, the video of the villagers and the cops picking up dead, uh, the body of a dead man with his face, uh, with his face missing. All you could see is his skull and his, and on the face and all the flesh in the, bo- in the eyes were all taken. Yeah. I give you the link to the video. I don't advise you watch it. Sure looks authentic to me. That's why they call these things face peelers. These aren't something that just happened since July. They've known about these things for a long time. But now they're coming more out of the shadows. They probably have more right to be here for one reason or another. And they're called face peelers. These devils are being called face eaters or face peelers. I am fully confident if we face them, they will show that they have weaknesses. And the weakness is the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. And I say, here I am, my God, send me. I will I will go. I will go. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I just want to get it on film. I just want to get it on film. And it ain't because I'm big and bad or anything like that. But Christ through me, I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. And this, I do believe, is my calling. To deal with these types of things. Why? That many would be saved... That great fear would fall upon, the fear of God would fall upon mankind. The Bible says that God will shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be, suddenly shall they be wounded. So they should make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. And all men shall see and fear and declare the work of God. For they shall wisely consider of his doing. And the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and trust in him. And all the upright in heart will glory. Those are my motivations. I don't care if I'm ever seen or known about or whatever. I don't want the spotlight or whatever. But I would love to participate in vanquishing and dealing with these devils like the bible says i believe in isaiah make me your battle axe and weapon of war um that's what i want to be if i'm not saying i'm worthy okay not not but man oh man that's what we need we need christians whether it's me or who any anybody else we need christians dealing with these devils and people seeing that on a mass scale because that's going to have the exact opposite that's going to have the exact opposite effect as a alien disclosure where they're trying to steal your faith. People know that that's only possible through the Lord Jesus Christ. Many will turn to Christ. That's what I'm talking about. Now, Timothy Alberino breaks this down. He lived there and was in the specific region of Peru and speaks the language. Um now, I think that's the the video he did with Michael Sala. Let me just check. Um, oh, no, he did, it, he did it on his own website. Okay, yeah. Now, he also did 
he also went on Michael Salyas. Um, you have to sign in to confirm your age, evidently. They, they've just changed it or whatever. They don't want people to know this information. Um, it is probably the... I, I know what I said about Timothy Alberino. I'm just like, man, dude, why are you going on these shows? Why are you yoking up with these devils? Okay? He did this report, and it was the by far the best thing I've heard about this. He knows the language. He knows the dialect because he spent time in this exact region. He knows about the local history. He's seen paranormal things there. He knows these villages. He could translate what they were saying in the, in the news reports because this was on mainstream Peruvian news, as, as you're going to see here. So this is a pretty long video. But I give you the link to that, Timothy Alberino. It's by far the best thing on the internet if, if you want a really, really, really detailed, long explanation. And the next video, I'm not going to play. It's graphic warning. Man's face has been removed by these devils' actual footage. Okay, and here's it's strange hooded alien attack in Peru, what you're not seeing. There's a link to that. But I am not saying watch it, but I give you the link. Then... Aliens attack the Peruvian village. Seven-foot creatures seen floating in midair. This is on Redacted with special guest Timothy Alberino. So he went on Redacted, which I'm cool with that. I mean, okay. At least Redacted isn't overtly Antichrist. I mean, you know. But Redacted is also bringing on Michael Salia and um, that other guy that we heard earlier. I mean, he, he, they're bringing on all these Christ-hating devils in the disclosure movement. That Dr. Michael Greer guy, okay, Again, they're not Christians, so I guess I shouldn't expect anything from them. But they're a platform to spew their lies. And that's where, where and that's why we'll play the clips and then narrate and give you the truth so that you're not um, hoodwinked by these devils. All right, so let's listen to this. Now to an alleged attack on a group of Peruvian villagers in the Amazon by a group of ETs. Yes, extraterrestrial beings. This is all over the Peruvian news over the past few days. Uh, was this faked? Or was this carried out by humans made to look like an alien attack, preparing us for a fake alien invasion? Of course, something we've been very worried about from the deep state and the military-industrial complex. Um, is this fake or is this 100% authentic? Let's try to get some answers. Timothy Alberino is a filmmaker and a journalist who's lived in the very same jungle as these Peruvian villagers and had some very strange things happen to him in this same region. And he joins us now to have a wide-ranging discussion about it. Timothy, welcome to the show. I love your research and I love what you're doing. Thanks and welcome to Redacted. Well, thanks so much for having me on. Our pleasure. So let's start with these villagers, right? We I don't think we particularly know exactly uh, 100% the details here, whether or not this is real, whether or not this is faked. Let's just start with what these villagers say what happened. I want to play a piece of this Spanish news report here, and then we'll come back and we'll translate this and we'll talk about exactly what is happening here. And you can start with this gunfire. Watch. Se trata de habitantes de la tribu Iquitu del distrito de Alto Nanay en Loreto, quienes denuncian ser víctimas de violentos ataques por parte de seres desconocidos. Necesitamos apoyo para nuestra comunidad. Los niños, mira, se ve los niños no duermen, están ahí las madres desvelando, señores. Son extraterrestres estos señores, son vestidos este, con blindados, son tipo de hombres. Now, Timothy Alberino is going to kind of give you a synopsis of what these people are actually saying. 
uh, afterward. Okay, so we saw. So this is on mainstream news in Peru. I mean, you could tell this is a mainstream news report from there. Okay, there's not like this big cover-up going on, at least maybe not initially. Fire, it's dark. We hear the tribal leader talking about this. What was he saying? And what were we seeing in these first few seconds of this news report? Okay, so this incident began when a 15-year-old girl was abducted by strange beings in the jungle. She's from this village. These are the Iquitu tribe, members of the Iquitu tribe. It's the village of San Antonio. It's in the district of Alto Nanay, near Iquitos. And this, apparently, this 15-year-old girl was abducted and she was able to break free from her captors. She ran back to the village. Uh, she sustained lacerations to her neck. There's pictures of her online with her neck bandaged up and bloodied. And you can actually see the lacerations. Um, and when the villagers found her, she was in a state of shock. I read that she was in shock for a few hours, couldn't talk. She was just in, in terrorized, absolutely terrorized by whatever had happened to her. And at first, I think the villagers, they didn't know what happened to her. They assumed that uh, whatever, whoever had attempted to abduct her were, were human perpetrators. And so they, they grabbed their guns and they started running through the jungle looking for these individuals. And instead of finding human beings, what they encountered ostensibly were these strange entities, which the villagers themselves are calling extraterrestrials, definitively. Um, they're not. They're very unambiguous about this. Um, and in that video, that's what that gentleman is saying. He is the leader of that, the tribe in that particular village. And they've been terrorized not just one day, but ongoing for weeks. And this has been happening primarily at nighttime. Um, he said that they're not sleeping. They they and the videos. They're uh, showing the girl. Her face is blurred, but the one that had her throat slit or or throat cut by all uh, these whatever they are, these uh, demonic alien type entities, um, uh, they're showing her with her face blurred and they're treating her and bandaging her in the background. They're, I mean, this is on there, again, this is all from their own official news outlets down there. That have um, surfaced, show these guys flashing, shining their flashlights around the trees that surround the village. They're shouting. They're obviously yeah. in a genuine state of terror. Uh, all the women. The the one video, and I don't think they really get into it, but the one piece of footage they're showing, I saw a detailed report of where they blew up the one thing of in the trees, actually, literally in the village, and it was you could tell it was a large gray alien type being up in the trees, looking down on them. Okay, and it was unless you really had like the the photo equipment to blow it up and do all the other stuff, you you'd miss it because it was quick, and um. I forget who actually did that report, but it was it was really good. I mean, it was it was right there. It was really super obvious. Children are huddling together in the middle of the village as the men are walking around the perimeter with their guns and flashlights, and they're firing at something in the jungle. Uh, they've got shotguns, they've got rifles, and they're they're shooting at something in the jungle. And according to these gentlemen, these villagers, what they're seeing are seven-foot-tall entities that are arrayed in silver-armored bodysuits. Uh, the gentleman uh, makes reference to the Green Goblin from Spider-Man, and what he means is that 
in the same way that that uh, character in that movie had that bodysuit with armor on it. Right. That's what he's talking about in a mask. Sometimes they're saying these entities have a mask. Sometimes they're saying also that they're dressed in cloaks with hoods. Um, but I think they're referencing to the legend of the Pelacaras, the face peelers who approach these villages and try to abduct people. And they're often dressed in Pelacaras. They're called face peelers. Um, They're saying that that one of the interesting details is that these entities apparently have discs on their, the bottom of their shoes that project a red light and that enable them to float off the ground through the jungle about a meter off the ground. And they can also lift off into the air. Uh, So when the villagers fire at these entities, they see them, they shoot them. The entities are apparently bulletproof. Okay, and he said something about the whole reference, the tribal leader said the reference to the Green Goblin on Spider-Man. I never watched that or whatever, but I looked that up just to see what that looked like. And yes, it's like an armored type of alien-like being with like green armor and... Um, from pretty much head to toe, he would be protected from head to toe, and I could understand now the the reference um, a lot better regarding that. All right, so let's go back to this. And they just they disappear or they float off into the jungle. That's yeah. what they're saying. And they have the ability to levitate. There's something on their feet that give them the ability to levitate and move. Um, some type of any any gravity device. And the way that they're describing these entities disappearing is is uh, reminiscent of the, the the predator from the movie, where they sort of disappear, but you can kind of still see them moving right. around. And in fact, now again, the predator had a built-in uh, body armor, or no, I'm sorry, built. He had, yeah, I think he had body armor, but he also had uh, the ability to camouflage himself. He would blend in to the surroundings, so where there may be a little bit of distortion where he was at, but he would blend in and he would look like he was part of the tree, like a chameleon would. Now, I've, I've heard that account of many different cryptozoological creatures that people encounter out in the woods and things of this nature, where they sense a presence, they look around and they see something just off in, in the distance. Um, and it's like a camouflage. Now, sometimes they have the ability to fully cloak, like a lot of the uh, accounts of people that see Bigfoot um in these types of things they i don't know if they all do but they have the ability to go in and out of phase they have the ability to cloak themselves where you don't see them at all and this is why if you're ever in those situations it's good to um, you would want to um, pray to the lord that you are able to see that they're not that they don't have that ability to cloak if you're called to that and you want to engage them the reason i say that is is because it's hard to engage something you can't see you might sense it though and that might be enough i don't know i'm just thinking out loud kind of uh there's videos uh uh, of the villagers flashing their flashlights and they're actually they actually in one video they see the entity appears to be behind a tree up in the sky either sitting in the tree or floating behind it yeah and they put the flashlight on it and and i think now of course this is subjective Mm -hmm. But I think you can actually see the entity. It moves its head. And yeah, it looks- I think he did a breakdown of that in his long video, and it was very convincing. I mean, it was, yeah. It's like a large gray alien. Yeah. And it, it, it has that that uh, bulbous head with the large almond-shaped 
black eyes. In fact, you can even see the flashlight shining off of the eyes. And it, it, it slightly moves its head around. Um, and I believe that that is actually what these natives are encountering and what they're shooting at are these beings that they're seeing with their flashlights at nighttime. So I don't know what exactly is occurring there. I can't confirm or deny any of it, but I will tell you this. The villagers were so distraught that they, they demanded the presence of the Navy to come and, and help them with this problem to protect them to defend them against whatever this is that's attacking them. They haven't been getting sleep. They've been staying up all night, the men, um, in, a, in, a, in a state of vigilance. And they're very distraught. I mean, that is for sure. Whatever's going on, these people are very disturbed by what's happening. The Navy showed up. The police were on the scene. They did an investigation. And what did they conclude? I believe today, the the Peruvian uh, press, by the way, has been taking this very seriously. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that. Been, in, yeah, uh, guys, this isn't some, like, whatever. I mean, from what Timothy's able to assess and from what I'm looking at with this, this is the real deal. These people aren't, like, this whole village isn't going into some acting mode trying to get popular off some YouTube video. They're, they're literally terrified. A lot of the reports I've watched in, out of Peru, you'd think that they would you'd do it do it how the United States does it, sort of jokingly. They'll play X Files music, you know, behind it. They'll all. say now to a funny story in Las Vegas right. where a group of people think they saw mm -hmm. aliens in their right. backyard. They didn't handle it that way at all. The Peruvian press, across the board, has been treating this as very serious. Yeah, gravely serious. That's how they've been treating it. Interesting. Interestingly enough, today there's an official narrative coming out from the, the Peruvian Navy government. From the proving government, the Navy is saying we investigated and we've determined that it's minors. Angry it's minors? Illegal minors. Illegal it's illegal minors. It's illegal minors. So so there is a historical precedent for this. The minors... Like minors that mine gold, I guess. That, that That's even they're being pressured to come out with some official narrative about this. When the minor Exactly. That's when ridiculous. the minors are, want to work operate in a particular area especially if there's a native tribe in the area who have legal right to the land they'll try and scare them off and they'll they will use uh one of the many legends there's many many legends of different things in the jungle paranormal stuff and they will dress up and pretend that you know they're uh the chukchuyaki for example and run around and try and scare the villagers away off of the land that they want to mine and they're mining both on land but primarily in the water they're, they're and they dump mercury in the water it's very no. destructive form of mining right and it's illegal um and well, they have... they, they're dumping mercury because the mercury binds up to the gold and then they can get the gold easier okay that's why they use mercury it means killing them but that's why it's a very kind of um they don't in, in large-scale mining operations they won't use mercury they they used to like in olden times the old-time miner 49er type they would use mercury and they i don't think they realized it was killing them um same reason you you don't want to put it in a vaccine which is what they do it's called thermarazole one of the main ingredients in so much of the vaccines um but yeah they 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 will use that in gold mining uh in these third world type countries they'll still use that done that in the past but like you said uh they don't they're not so sophisticated that they can float around in the jungle a and b they're they're certainly not bulletproof yeah right and and these miners are not going to continually harass a village that is shooting at them with with rifles and shotguns yeah right 
Right. Exactly. And, and now and, with all the media some, attention, and they've been yeah. repeatedly, it, even despite attention. the media attention, right? So you have cameras there now. And I this, doubt they're going to peel their faces off either and, and go that route. Happening in multiple locations. In fact, recently, about it seems like about a month and a half to maybe two months ago, another report um, of this sort of pelicata story, this idea of the face peelers, a man's body is found right in... I don't know if it was in the water or nearby. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, That's with... the video that I posted in the PDF that I'm not saying you should watch it, but it's there if you want more proof. It's face like entirely removed, yeah. almost like surgically removed. Right. But you mm -hmm. lived in these villages. You lived in this area of the jungle. Right. Um, and you experienced some pretty remarkable things as well can you talk a little bit about that what you saw when you were well there? i can't go into detail because it would take a very long time but let's just say that i've experienced paranormal activity in the jungle in those areas and i've never taken ayahuasca by the way I've, in <laughs> fact I'm, i dropped out of high school and moved to the amazon when i was 18 years old and i spent a lot of time in the jungle now and that's I, a bold move with the villagers i lived with the uh with hunters and with lumberjacks very, very close to this region, basically in the same jungle. I mean, there's literally no better person on the planet to evaluate this footage, this video. The he he know he live with these people, not this exact village, but in this exact area. So, you know, that's pretty awesome. And uh, I know a lot about their legends. As I said, I've had my own experiences, not with this, not not, not anything exactly like this, but different kinds of paranormal experiences. But what's interesting is, is this legend of the Pelacaras. Now, this is an old legend in the jungle, and it's a living legend. It's not uh, something that used to happen. This is ongoing. This is something that the jungle people will tell you about. The Pelacaras. Pelacara means face peelers. And uh, the legend says that these entities, these face peelers, abduct people from the villages and they mutilate them. Mm -hmm. much like the cattle, cattle mutilations that we're all familiar with exactly. in the United States. And it's very reminiscent of like the cattle mutilations where if you've ever seen pictures of like these poor cows that, you know, they go missing and then they turn up and their face is all gone and it's just peeled off and you can see their skull and it's, it's like with surgical precision and there's no blood. That's exactly how this guy looked that they, that the, I think it was covered in like banana leaves or something and the cops came and actually, he breaks down the video in his long video that I gave you the link to. He breaks down the video, and to to say does it does this seem authentic to him? And you know he he deemed it as authentic. He broke it down like second by second, pretty much, and um, really really disturbing. These people are terrified, and this this video is compelling. And, of course, it brings up a larger question about, well, is this sort of laying the groundwork now in these sort of remote villages for this idea of, a, of an alien invasion, right? And what we've been warning people about on our show with interviews with Dr. Stephen Greer and Dr. Michael Sala and yeah, others. who he has on all the time, those two Christ-hating devils that can come on there and spew their lies. And then when, now that they've already established a foothold in so many alternative media platforms like Alex Jones, like Mike Adams, like redacted and so many others when this stuff starts to go down in earnest when the disclosure movement really starts happening they're going to come and they're going to already have credibility and the christians that are watching this are, are not going to have an answer because they're not prepared and they're going to be caught so flat-footed regarding and again it's really something to pray about because i, I 
man, I could, I, I've been seeing this coming for a long, probably way longer than I've been in ministry. I've been seeing this coming. I'd say in the late 90s, I saw this coming. And they're finally getting ready to play that card in earnest. Is that the idea that the deep state, that the military industrial complex will, of course, has been pushing for disclosure of what these recovered craft and alien bodies, etc. But they're going to say that they are nefarious. And they're going to sort of push us into uh, sort of a defense. They're going to say a faction of them are nefarious. Okay, but remember, it's good cop, bad cop. Then there's going to be the good guys that Michael Sala and Stephen Greer and, you know, people like them are going to present to us the ascended masters. And those are the good guys fighting the bad aliens. We're going to need them more than ever to fight the bad aliens. They're the only ones that are going to know how to do it. No, I know how to fight them through the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in condemnation, thou shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. That's my reality. I mean, that is 100%. As God is my witness, that is my reality, and I can't wait. I, I mean, I, I just really want to see people get saved over this whole thing. And this whole narrative of Christians are powerless and, and they're not going to have any answers. No, there's there's a sect of Christians. I'm not the only one that are going to they're going to they're going to rise. They're, they're going to rise. And um, through the Lord, through the Lord Jesus Christ, mighty exploits through God, we shall do valiantly for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. That's my reality. I've built my my house on the solid rock of Christ Jesus, and this war's coming, and I can't wait. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to see the Lord Jesus Christ's name be glorified. I want to see many people be saved. I want to see the fear of God fall upon people. I want to see the upright in heart glory over what God is doing regarding this, because it's not just some one-sided thing like they're going to have you believe. Posture. That the reason we need to spend billions more for our military budget is because they are dangerous creatures. And so uh, when I see something like this, I have to, my skeptical eye peers it and says, what is, what is going on here? You know, is this some sort of right, cooperative, so. uh, cooperative effort with, with these creatures and the United States government or the, some sort of a governmental entity? Or is this purely what it is, uh, face value? Well, that would be terrifying if it was... <laughs> If the government was 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 uh, cooperating yeah. with uh, seven foot tall gray alien beings, that would be that would be the worst case scenario. I think actually, I'd rather have it just be <laughs> extraterrestrials. Right. Um, no, the government's been yoked up with these things for ages, ages. You know, Grenada Treaty, Grenada Treaty, whatever. Done studies on it. Okay, the agreement our government made with these things. Okay. Um, that is the reality and now i understand there's probably different factions and again it's good cop bad cop though they're all wicked and evil there are no good aliens period but you know this is interesting because uh, when we look at what's happening in our own government uh, general milley just came out i think yesterday and said basically um discounted grush's testimony um and said that no, the military doesn't have any evidence of uh, of uh, alien crash retrievals. 
uh, or certainly alien bodies, anything like that. So he's, it's, an, it's a public denial of David Grush's testimony. So what we're seeing, at least in the United States, and I think what we're seeing in Peru right now as well, is a dual narrative at work. And, and I, I talked to my friend uh, Richard Dolan, who's, uh, I think, the, the preeminent ufologist of, of our generation. Let me just stop here one real quick, because I had somebody remark to me the other day, they thought for the longest time it was Grenada Treaty. Because that's what I had been calling it for a long time. I do apologize. It's the Grieda. Grieda. G-R-E-A-D-A. Now, if you can, uh, you'll find it too if you carry a grenade, I think. But um, if you can, Grieda. G-R-E-A-D-A. At the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, you're going to see my series, Exposing the Strong Delusion, ETs, Aliens, UFOs, Nephilim, Grieda Treaty, Part 1, 2, Three, four, five, six. Okay, and then I also mentioned the Greater Treaty in um, one, two, three, four. Uh, man, so many. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh man, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Just King Greada, G R E A D A at ContendingForTruth.com. You will have your boat loaded for a long time just getting through that. That is where our government yoked up with them, went into a treaty with them. This is when we started acquiring the goodies. This was the motivation for our government. This is also when people started really getting abducted in earnest because that was part of the treaty that we would let them abduct a certain amount of our population. Unfortunately, they went way, way, way above and beyond the numbers they said. I mean, you can't make a deal with the devil and not get burned. Okay, so if you want to know more about that, I believe it was Eisenhower that did it. I don't know. One of those guys. Anyway, it's all in there. So many teachings. Load your boat for weeks on that. Okay, so let's go back to this. And and Richard and I agree that, that we have a dual narrative coming out of the government. You have a, a secrecy group that wants to keep the lid on this thing. And then you have another group apparently inside of the DOD and the intelligence community that wants to inform the public, wants some level of disclosure. So there isn't one dominating narrative here. There's, there seems to be a conflict waging, uh, raging the scenes in regard to disclosure. And, um, and, and that's playing out in, in the response, the official response from the Pentagon regarding Grush's and the other individual's testimonies. And uh, my and uh, Milly, so you have the, the the military's position. You have you have uh, other people coming out in the intelligence community who are both affirming Grush's testimony and denying it. Right. So you you have a dual narrative here. You have a a conflict. Yeah, it's uh, all right left. It's all part of that right left. You know, keep you in confusion. One side playing another. You know, that whole thing behind the scenes and I think that explains a lot of what's going on there's not one uh, there's not one narrative that's being pushed there are two there's right. a push for disclosure and there's a push for non-disclosure happening right now or I would even say I agree with you 100% although I would even say the the push for non-disclosure may be falling in line with it's a threat disclosure and we need to keep it, you know, we, yes. need, to, we need to keep it dr in this lane here. We will disclose it like Millie. Yes, there are UAPs. We will disclose that part of it. But we believe it's a threat. We're not going to go so far as to, you know, the Grush side of things. And I think maybe that's what's these two dual narratives that we're seeing sort of emerging. Well, 
I, I'm gonna I, I'm I'm going to agree that uh, that the, there is a real danger here for let's say a gl- a a global response to an alien threat, the consolidation of power by a by a let's say a global cabal right right the the one world government this desire to form a one world government the new world order that this certainly could be furthered by citing an alien threat exactly right wow. advanced right. alien beings that are in possession of technology that is far advanced but than don't than- worry we'll have the ascended masters and the good aliens to help us move in that direction because they'll be the only ones truly powerful enough to battle these bad aliens right left again paradigm thing that we have they obviously constitute a global threat right and so what does a global threat require a global response and so you can see how this could be used and i think it will be used i think you're correct that it will be used to consolidate power in a global body and that is of course a threat to the sovereignty of the united states so so i would agree with that but at the same time uh, I also want to acknowledge that there is an alien threat. I think the alien threat is legitimate. I mean, we have, for example, we have a large body uh, of data relating to alien abductions. Absolutely. And that data lends itself to scientific inquiry. It has all the proof, all the evidence you would ever need to prove that exactly. the gray aliens exist in a court of law is in that body of data. The abduction phenomenon that's been and you look at david daniel's work they walk among us and that whole alien breeding program the motivation the reason for it the whole thing for decades and this is something that the government doesn't talk about believe me this is the last thing the government wants to talk about is the abduction phenomenon they'll talk they, the government wants to couch this conversation in anomalous phenomena yeah right Alom- an, uh, anomalous phenomena lights in the sky, uh, ambiguous things that we can't really figure out. Let's sort of try and figure this out together. That's where the government wants this conversation. They don't want to talk about the decades of, of an aggressive cover-up that, that has been per- perpetrated by the government and by these uh, D- Department of Defense military contractors, specifically aerospace contractors, who have been recovering crash retrievals and the bodies for decades and reverse engineering the technology in secret in these deep underground yes. military bases and doing who knows what else with the technology and what is it that they know what do they know about these entities and i think um so i think there is a a, a clear and present danger as it relates to these these entities that is real but but again let me reiterate that also we need to be cautious because the global response is also coming and that's also very real and that's also very dangerous the consolidation of power by a global entity to to combat the alien threat right well i've been hearing from a number of insiders i mean over the past week high level insiders who are very concerned about what's coming uh that's why we're doing this story that's why we're covering this and i hope that people will see this story and understand that we're you know we're, we're approaching this with an open mind we don't know what happened in that jungle we're telling you what those villagers have said. We're telling you the history and the context of the situation there in that village um, and that jungle. Um, and we're telling you the sort of larger geopolitical context of which this is unfolding right now. And yes. if, if you're sort of ignoring it, 
I think you're just sort of you're trying to compartmentalize the news, you know, ignoring one of the major stories of our time. And really, I think that's a huge mistake. I think it's a huge mistake. Um, I do I too. It, and, and I'd like to add that, you know, this incident that happened in the village of San Antonio with the Ikitu tribe, it did not happen in isolation. There, there have been, and always are. Now, other- he doesn't mean San Antonio in Texas, or he's that's the the uh, place in Peru, the region that this occurred. Incidents ongoing in this area. I mean, there's all kinds of UFO activity. People are always seeing UFOs in this area where this these attacks are occurring. We've seen UFOs out here in this very same region of the jungle, and there's other there's a handful of other incidents that have happened. Uh, surrounding this particular incident, so this this did not unfold in isolation. There's um, and there's there's been sightings of strange beings by other people who are not associated with this tribe that have been unfolding for the last couple of months, and and in different parts of this area, in different parts of the jungle, uh, around in the vicinity of the city of Iquitos. So it's not specific to this tribe. So here again, we have a problem. The the miners. Uh, explanation kind of falls apart because it's not localized to this tribe in this village. There's other things that have been happening. And in other parts of the jungle in Peru, also in Pucallpa, a a couple of teenagers claimed recently that they were injured by a UFO that that hit them with some kind of a laser or something. And and these kind of stories, as I said, are always happening. And I don't know why there's so much high strangeness that happens in the Amazon jungle, but, uh, yeah, well, uh, I'm sure that there are spiritual uh, dynamics and reasons going on down there that, uh, open that area up, uh, to these types of things happening. Now let's go further, uh, here. Okay. So now we have the JWTV, the, the, uh, gentleman that put his, I mean, yeah, his videos are wow, crazy. Uh, he's documenting a lot of this insane stuff going on all over the world. So he, this is his take on the uh, Peruvian seven-foot alien attack here, and um, this is just what he put out three different videos. I think I'm going to play a couple here. First off, the prosecutor came out today saying that in Peru, the alien attack was just illegal miners. Oh, well, that's miners. Huh? Well, I found something even bigger. So check this out. The villagers is being attacked, right? And they said it's been happening since July 11th. Strangely enough, the military, the U.S. military, the U.S. Space Force has... Yeah, it shows U.S. troops deployed in Peru for joint exercises all the way since J- June. Literally been deployed there. This okay, is... Something- hold on. Did he say U.S. Space Force too? literally been deployed there the military the u.s military the u.s space force has literally been deployed there this is some of the information i found here and look at this down here it says equitos base we're gonna go deep he's going so quick on these captions here the jungle exchange operation is headquartered in equitos naval base some 87 u.s marines are being deployed for 16 day joint bilateral jungle operations in exchange with the local navy at Equitos base it was reported in lima now this is very near lima where all this is going on the information i found here and look at this down here it says Equitos 
base. We're going to go deeper down into this so that we can tie these events together and show you how things arose in certain places that makes this really significant. First, here's a video clip of them talking about the troops will enter. The Peruvian government authorized the entry of the U.S. troops into its territory for joint training with the country's armed forces. The action plan establishes activities with the armed forces related to the international military exercise, Resolute Sentinel 2023. The military drill includes the U.S. Air Force and the U.S. Space Force. The entry of the U.S. troops was approved by the Congress on May 19th, with vast support of the far right. Only left-wing lawmakers oppose it, whose members agreed that the measure will jeopardize national sovereignty and will not guarantee the country's security. But yeah, the face pillars happen to be some hooded goons. With all this special technology, how can they be illegal miners? Just illegal miners? Special flotatious technology? <laughs> yeah, he's like the illegal gold miners is what Timothy Alperin is talking, he's talking about. It's what they're blaming it on. Looking technology, that sounds militaristic to me or like some other forces that they may have opened a portal up, I'm not sure, but this video right here, look at this. You see a green orb emanating and it gets huge. Listen to... In the city of Laredo, Peru. Okay, so it shows this little dot in the sky that's kind of like, it looks like some kind of UAP, unidentified aerial phenomenon, and then all of a sudden it just gets gigantic in the sky, and they were filming this um in Peru it's like it, it, it goes from just like this little dot in the sky to just this big flash like the sun or whatever and then it goes back to the little dot and then it it's crazy Look close. It looks like they're on a beach or like close to the water side. You can see if you just look closely. So why am I so hyped up about this? Because when we look at these bases that the military says, which is in Iquitos, how they say it, the basic areas, look on here. You see this map here I'm showing? These are the bases that are literally next to the water. So where this object arose at, yeah. so I'm just saying he's showing the stuff in the background if you want to watch the video. The question right now, doesn't that seem like it would be close to where a base at since the military is there next to the water? I want to hear your comments. I have to be looked deeper into on the situation, but this is very highly significant to what we're seeing here. And it's not, and don't give me that, oh, they always drill out there, this is normal. No, they had the freaking Space Force there, and they're like, oh, this is an international thing. Look down here and read this, and it says, for inner... Okay, so, oh, let me see here. The congressional document speaks of benefits oriented to increase military capability as well as to fully perform the strategic role of armed forces, allowing them to acquire knowledge or new techniques. I guess this is this joint venture um yeah national national security okay so what we're talking about here essentially is an international plan that literally all this alien stuff attacks started taking place in peru village around the same time that the troops was getting deployed there i'm not saying it's the, the american troops getting deployed there troops, but it could be black op operations happening later at night so look on screen here this is the drill called sentinel 23 
Well, remember, they had Japan forces, they had the U.S., they had the Space Force, and then look here, they're moving objects and stuff. And if you look in the background, it looks like it's like they're by some underground cave or something. Okay, well, never mind. It's not like an underground cave. It's like a hangar. But you can tell by the geologics here that they're somewhere like by hills, kind of like what they said in that video where you've seen the big circular object light up. Where they're in other words, they're showing footage of this joint venture with our with the American military and the Peruvian military. They're showing film clips. They're putting out for public dissemination type thing, a portal or whatever public consumption. But and we're showing you this because the geological aspects that we're looking at here is is highly important to what just happened there. We had them literally there since the date of July. Let's put this on screen here. This is the official U.S. Air Force website. Since July 16th, they were there. Okay, okay so yeah, it's some Air Force thing where they were joint venture with the Peruvian thing. Military. So, this is really highly critical to the aspect of was something released? Was some gateway open, a portal in Peru? Military actually dressing up in these uniforms, just like in the Netflix series Extinction, is highly likely now in this scenario. And the retired colonel even said, and the retired colonel even said that the graves were being built and they were robots. And the fact that we well, are. I've, I've said that for years. Not robots, but bio robots is what the actual report said, meaning a biological robot. And that's, I've been. I've heard that narrative for many, many years about the Greys. That they're like this drone class of of probably creature that are like a biological type of robot that are created for work, drone, uh, carrying out whatever applications the their masters would want them to carry out, you know. Doing this now this is becoming an ever-evolving scenario of the new warfare field and we're all in this thing together experiencing the most craziest times of all keeping your sanity and keeping smartness together is important that we gain consciousness about this current evolving plan because it seems now in 2023 that this came out to be even more prevalent don't you think and we got to understand that these people were quarantining we're talking about quarantining in place staying in the house for days and that's part of the story that a lot of people aren't talking about so what i did for you is i went and put the video inside of the technology to translate it so that you can hear exactly what the guy was saying okay, so this is one of the people in the village that they're interviewing it says sometimes we suddenly fall asleep and they come to attack now again that may be a mind control type tactic uh, for them to do something like that and they can come and attack us actually i'm gonna just i'm gonna i'm gonna make it silent so i can just read this off they come and attack us and kill us and we want the support of the authorities that govern our loreto uh, more than anything suddenly the armed forces um more than anything, suddenly the armed force. There's some being lost in the translation here. Suddenly the armed forces, the police, because we are not sure. Now, this is interesting. It says, we call Santo. Let me just, let me see what he's actually saying on this. Hold on. 
más que todo de pronto la fuerza armada, la policía, porque no, no estamos seguros. Llamamos a Santa María. We call Santa Maria. Anyway, he says, um, we call Santa Maria and that what there is a lack of logistics they tell us there. But the authorities put their hands on their chest to come isolate us as a native community that we are here from. So this doesn't make it, this not making a lot of sense on, on the uh, translation here. He's talking a lot about their area and that we are just little ones and they're not going to do anything to help us essentially we're little ones um meaning they're just uh they're not a big community and they're not considered a priority for the government uh, we cannot be calm in our houses with the as we live before because of these devils coming after us essentially now we cannot go out it has been 15 days in the house, no more than we have. We have no more. We, I don't think they have anything to eat. They don't have a way to go looking because suddenly when we went out to look for them, they, they grabbed them and we no longer appear in the... I don't understand that part. We are also human like them, that the authorities are also calm. We need your support. Please send the authorities. I don't think that guy's lying. I mean, it's the translation. Remember, this is a dialect down there in Peru. And one of the things Timothy Alberino said, I think in the longer video, is that he understands this particular dialect in Peru because that's where he lived for a long time. So we may be getting a lot wrong in the translation. I'd really like Timothy Alberino to actually do the translation on that. Um, you know, so we would actually know what was specifically being said. All right, let's go back to this. The reason why we're ruling out Project Bluebeam is because these are physical people, physical beings, because they dropped down when they got shot. But oh. In other words, Project Bluebeam will be a holographic projection. These are actual physical uh, entities that they're interacting with and um, it's not Project Bluebeam. A lot of you talking about copper ammo as well. The question is I have is do we have to put copper powder in there? A lot of people wouldn't need to know this if we were under attack from these things. Copper powder? Specifically or our own you know, government doing these operations or do we just need the outer shell that's copper? No, it's not a copper jacket. You need full copper bullet, okay? That's one of the things that's been known for a long time that in dealing with giants and dealing with... They, they, they found that out in Afghanistan when they were going against the, the giants. It, the ideal thing to take a giant out that they were interacting with, they have found, is a 50 cal round, full copper round. Not copper jacket, full copper round. Okay, 50 cal in the head, headshot. Um, again, I'm not going to go against it going against these entities that way i'm going to you know rely on absolute total spiritual tools i don't begrudge anybody though for going that route obviously um <clears throat> but i don't know if they've got body armor that can repel bullets whether full copper round bullets are would have any more likelihood of penetrating maybe it would maybe it wouldn't i don't know 
um, armor's armor, and if it can stop a, um, like, let's say some type of, uh, oh, like 223s have those green penetrator type bullets that you can get, they have a higher penetration, I mean, there's armor piercing, there's all kind of, if, if they could stop, um, I don't know if they can, but if they could stop armor piercing, I'm sure they could stop a copper round. Uh, I, but again, that's kind of a little bit above my pay grade. I'm just guessing. Because we know that these type of ammo specifically potentially would be the ones that we need to use in these ongoing events. You yeah. know everything is getting deeper day by day and crazier. And that's why I put this here for you because I know you want to see. Yeah, so he's got, man, he's got the craziest videos. <laughs> he's got. I don't and know. No one is. Ready. I don't know anybody right now. Let's going, putting out videos like this guy. I mean, but he's got. If you go, it's JW TV. You can find him on YouTube, or if you click on the video I just played, it's it's in the PDF. You'll find it. Um, but he's got videos, and then I was like, I'm like, he hasn't put anything out in nine days. And then I started looking at other stuff, and then I clicked on his live tab. There's a video tab, and there's a live tab on his uh, YouTube channel. And the live tab, he's got all kind of stuff. Newer stuff that he's been releasing. That's I don't know why they're not all on the same page. I guess because he's putting these out live. But if you don't know to look between the two, you're going to miss a whole ton of content. And I'm not saying to do this. I'm saying if you are interested, he's, oh, he's pretty much cutting edge on this type of stuff. And I'm telling you, I'm watching those videos, and there is so much crazy stuff going on around the planet. And it's like he's putting out a video every one, two, or three days, and it's just jam-packed full of insaneness that is not being... These aren't Photoshop stuff. This is stuff that's going around, along, around the planet here. All right, so let's look at the, the last video about this. After the Peru alien attack, most will have no idea what's coming next. And this is another video by him, and... Um, we're going to get into some different aspects of this because, you know, this is kind of a very, very important subject. Never seen anything quite this intense on mainstream news. Strange Peru alien attack was only the beginning. In Peru, with an alien's attack, we also got this strange footage of this glowing looking. Right. I can't call it a cloud. Wow. But, I mean, I mean some it's type crazy. of moving glowing. It looks like a big, like... I don't know, like a plasma cloud up in the night sky that is like got, you know, 10,000 um, incandescent lights in it or whatever. And it's just glowing. And it's and it looks like a cloud kind of up in the sky in Peru. Now, it's not the other video that he showed where it was like the little light and then it went real big and then it went back a little. This is totally different. It, it's crazy object that looks like a cloud but we can definitely tell when you look really close to it it got a blue glow coming from it emanating so that's not just a cloud i don't know what the, I, get, I give you all the links to these videos if you want to watch them juice out of your brisket look right here on screen we caught the military the call sign literally showing them flying directly to peru exactly when this event started going down that they had drills and now we look deeper into those drills with you this about something's going on in peru something on a, from a spiritual standpoint is allowing these entities to start manifesting into our plane of existence 
and um, it could be the pagan occult background of the native inhabitants there. There could be things like uh, maybe pyramids or uh, occultic sites from thousands of years ago, places where mass human sacrifice took place that have never been prayed over that, um, you know, are allowing these types of manifestation. It's just like when you have a haunted house and you find out, oh, well, five people were murdered there. Well, when you have murders taking place, it allows these demonic entities and now they're becoming actual physical. It allows them to reside and have a place where they can actually come and go, depending on the on the level of activity there. And deeper and deeper as you watch. So this is behind the scenes. United States. Yeah, and again, they're putting out all these videos, United States and Peruvian Marines. All these videos online, I don't, I don't know why they'd be doing this if it wasn't kind of a big deal. Peruvian Marines aim at enhancing their combat readiness. Why? Designed to simulate real-world combat, improving a Marine's ability to effectively respond to various threats, adapt to changing situations. Yeah, like Project Bluebeam. Now huh? we found the deeper date and how long they're going to be there. Also, they signed agreements with the Space Force. This was a globalized unit because the global military unit was going to dissolve into this new world order operation. I mean, yeah, U.S. Spacecom. Space Situational Awareness Sharing Program enhances the safety, ability, and security, and sustainability of all spaceflight for all. And that's who's teaming up with them, at least in part. So, Spacecom. Because we have that now. Why would they be in Peru? Alien invasion tactics and all this other stuff. So... They want them out of the country and they're going to be there this long. The expedition was signed by nearly 2,000 people and organizations in Peru. The drills are being carried out in the South. Okay, so these are activists in Peru that are calling for U.S. troops to withdraw. This is from one of their local news uh, programs from July 19, 2023. So certain people don't like this, that these joint uh, ventures are going. They probably don't want America down there because they know when america shows up a lot of times you know <laughs> bad stuff goes along with it as far as you know they get their land taken or only god knows what the petition was signed by nearly two thousand people and organizations in peru the drills are being carried out in the south of the country and are expected to run through december 2023 and i did a video four months ago and i showed the ex-FBI agent, which is probably still FBI, who came out and said this. They are now getting to the point where they're going to have to speed up this alien invasion. Um, Cliff High has said that he sees the, the full-on alien invasion coming by August of this year. And they... I, I wouldn't go by Cliff High for anything. He's like some, I don't know, supposedly can see into the future type, type stuff. He's using some woo-woo freaky i don't know if he's using i don't know what he's using but i don't i don't go by i mean obviously I don't go by anything a lot of these people talk about michael salia when especially when it comes to making predictions when it's time specific or date specific but again we're just gleaning here strangely enough we get the peru alien attack so and I got some really crazy stuff coming up. Nobody really even talking about this. The dude Jeremy Corbett comes out with the UFO expert saying, get ready, 
get basically battle ready. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to. That That's are David Grush before Congress, just recently. I played this. He's still on the program. So should we all be gearing up for an alien invasion, or is it all a bit of a conspiracy? Joining me now to discuss all this, UFOologist and host of Weaponized podcast, Jeremy Corbell, and UFO expert, the one who investigated UFOs for the U.S. Ministry of Defense, Nick Pope. It's a very little fanfare. People didn't seem to care. It's almost like they've been through a pandemic and there's a war going on and the price of everything is through the roof and uh, aliens suddenly aren't that interesting or worrisome to them anymore. Well, first of all, that's incorrect. And hello, Nick. Nice to see you. This is a completely different situation than is being shown right here. You said put on your tinfoil hats. People should put on their battle helmets. Right now, this is being taken seriously, very seriously, at the highest levels of government. Some of these little scared sheep are going to get the piss knocked out of their face. <laughs> Sorry, this guy's a little animated. So we've noticed a significant pattern, and I got even mind-blowing stuff next that nobody's talking about coming out. But these green orbs, they played this game in Louisiana. That's weird that Salia would talk about the space arcs releasing all the, or these, whatever, the cedar race, releasing all these orbs that are monitoring us all over the planet. And we're seeing all these videos of these orbs. And they're not the classic orbs like what you think when people like photograph in cemeteries. I, I've done whole studies on orbs, if you want to see that. We had them at my parents' house like crazy back in Florida. Um, and the demonic component of orbs, O-R-B-S. Um, but these are larger. Um, they're more demonstrative. They they can go real real bright. They can um, get bigger and smaller. They're, they're not like the traditional orbs you'd see in like cemeteries and stuff. I think they're of a different, a little bit different nature. Mississippi, all these different lights. Now they had to do it in a Vegas event. Then I'm the one that showed you the green orb. Also in... Peru, which is basically by the water, and I was telling you military bases are all by the water over there, so it'd be convenient for them to pull this off. Now this politician recently, nobody's telling you about this, has come out, said he's going to go to alien scale invasion style tactics. This is a guy, from. is he from the Ukraine? Famous Ukrainian journalist and politician threatens Russians with an alien attack. Apparently, he knows some things. This is not a joke, and this is this guy talking. Tactics. Okay, so again, I'm gonna I'm gonna x out the, um, the voice so that I can interpret this. It's at the bottom of the screen. I'm just gonna tell you what he's saying. Therefore, of course, aliens will bomb Russian cities. until you the russian slaves take it to the streets of your cities and tell putin that's enough we don't want to live in fear you did not think about the condition of the inhabitants of odessa and i think that's U ukraine I'm waiting for the next or odessa kiev zaporozhev deniper that we live in you didn't think you you didn't think you don't need it again some stuff lost in the translation here but but we also don't want to think about what fear you will live in very soon 
and it will really happen soon. Just believe me. Now, again, I, I'm not saying that I'm going along with this guy, but again, this would be like a major type alien and what would be termed as an alien invasion type scenario. I, I evidently gets Russia. I know something. I don't know everything, but I do know something. Wait for serious attacks from the air. He's not talking about America or Ukraine. These aliens are raging in earnest. They are angry at you, angry, maybe because you are scumbags, period. Okay. Obviously, this guy would have an axe to grind against Russians if he's a famous journalist from Ukraine. And I'm waiting for the next thing here. Okay, so back to him. What the ball-headed, egg-headed buffoon just said? They're moving forward with this thing. And the CIA operative, who's an ex-operative, he comes out and talks about it conditioning us. I don't believe his date and time scale because already we're seeing it happen. But listen to what he says and based on what the population is being put through. Yeah. Okay, so this is a former CIA officer, John Ramirez, on why all this UFO, UAP information is coming out now. Again, he, yeah, I don't agree with this time timetable either because we are already having like the stuff going on in the in peru so i think he's off on his timetable but what he's saying is noteworthy to hear kind of preparing the the u.s population at least and uh by extension the world population and to that reality that there is something there is a presence here and that we need to explain this presence because if they show up and we continue to do what we did before previous decades and they show up there will be mass panic but if you understand that you know, these are real and we have five years from 2022 or maybe now four years uh, if they come in 2027 uh, to, to, for, for the U.S. government to prepare the people about what is up there. Okay, so again, he's I think his frame of reference is 2022. So this is when the video. So we're far beyond that. And the timetable, it appears, has been moved forward from from what I'm seeing. And in many ways, I think uh, the word got out uh, within the government that they're showing up in 2027, and uh, we better be prepared. Yeah, they're showing up in 2023 in Peru. And I, again, you've got all this disclosure stuff going on in the Congress and all these things that, you know, are being reported on and seen all over the... I'm not, I Like I'm telling you, I'm not... They're seeing a lot of these alien-type creatures all over the world. I mean... Again, he documents a lot of this, this JWTV, and man, they just seem to be coming out of the woodwork. And if not, there's going to be a lot of explaining to do. Um, and so I think that dialogue has happened within, uh, inside the government, in certain areas inside the government that we need to prepare. And that's why in 2017, uh, that set a clock of 10 years, and why Lou Elizondo uh, earlier in this year said, you know, just find a hobby for five years and, uh, you know, it'll all be out in five years. And he said that this year. So that was 2027. Huh. And I would say I've heard 2027 in a kind of an official capacity that I can't reveal. So I think um, I, I would say that people in the government are aware of something happening and that there's limited time few more years to prepare the people and that's what's ramping up uh this acceleration uh from 
the previous seven decades of not even acknowledging it to now we, we are acknowledging it at a faster and faster pace. Stephen Greer dude, says the false flag alien invasion is imminent and it's going to be advanced technologies used. First, listen to him and I'm going to show you some of those. And again, he's been on Redacted quite a bit lately and other people on alternative media have interviewed him as well. Apologies and then something else that's critical. Project Bluebeam. Mm -hmm. Can you describe what that is? Well, that's another subculture term that's been attached to a series of projects that involve uh, what the Pentagon what they call a deceptive indication and warning or a false INW, which is a false flag. And it's the ability to stage through very advanced technologies an alien attack or an alien event. And it's a whole series of them. Now what most people don't know about since 19 late 50s, early 60s, like the Barney Hill case and all that, um, those were all human assets abducting innocent people made to look alien oh yeah so every single abduction two to three to four percent of the population when private uh pulled privately it's all the government none of it was ever actually demonic type nephilim entities doing this stuff none of it was a, there is no alien breeding program there's no they, all of that is lies all all these all, it's just the government that's been doing this all see he's a liar from the pit of hellfire i'm not saying the government's not yoked up with them because many times when these abduction people are able to recall or they go into hypnosis which i never advise the mil our military is involved in the abductions but as far as these nephilim like devil entities they are very real Okay, but see, Mr. Mr. Alien Lover, Stephen Greer, and Michael Salia are gonna are, are always gonna be apologists for the aliens. And yeah, maybe there's some bad factions that need to be dealt with. No, they're all bad. They're all wicked. They're all evil. And these devils are gonna be one of the two main mouthpieces to deceive the masses into getting you to believe that there are benevolent space brothers, and even more than that, there are creators. And so that psychological warfare op began with authorized in the in 1953, 54, 1954. We mastered gravity control, so we started deploying these assets to begin to condition the public that there's a scary threat from outer space. Yeah, because there's no there's no threat but from the Nephilim demonic entities that want to kill us. You look at Hollywood, Alien, you know Ridley Scott's the, the movies. Uh, if you want to see a script for what's coming fairly soon. Look at the movie Independence Day. Okay. It's right at a central casting for this covert group. Uh, so what their, their whole purpose is to create sort of a global militarized totalitarian superstate of the world fighting another world. When that, and that very well may be true, but we're yoked up with them. It's going to be, again, good cop, bad cop, good alien, bad alien, but we're all part of it. Our, our, our governments are all part of this it's not like oh we're fighting them no this is all part of the script is what it is it's like okay so yeah for the world. i mean and for goodness sakes the space force boss came out and said this year oh we're gonna face an outside threat okay oh yeah he man he really puts up stuff way too quick when he flashes up stuff space force boss acknowledges the u.s will begin facing threats outside the earth this is definitely not a conspiracy theory space force confirmed a chilling fear in the u.s government yeah, that was U.S. news.
Yeah, that was right on there. Okay, so that's that's all we have on that one.